0: Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Film. Today we're going to be talking about Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Now, I hadn't planned on recording an after the film for this movie, but I had a decently strong reaction to it, so I decided to break out the microphone and get to work. This film was directed by Rob Letterman. It was uh, written, the story and the screenplay was Nicole Perlman, and then it has several actors and actresses that you would recognize. It's rated uh, PG and has a runtime of an hour and 44 minutes. If you don't recognize those names immediately... You're for sure familiar with the work. Now, Rob tends to do work that, uh, you know, well, appeals to a younger audience. The most recent film you probably saw was Goosebumps with uh, Jack Black, which got very good reviews. Uh, For Nicole Perlman, Nicole Perlman is who did the story of Captain Marvel, which we recently talked about on this show. Uh, She was uh, the writer on Guardians of the Galaxy, and she also consulted on Thor. So she's been involved with a, a lot of really big films that make a lot of money. And uh, she's also been involved with films that feature otherworldly beings saving our planet. So this is not new territory by any means. For the cast, there's really three people we primarily spend time with and that's Ryan Reynolds, naturally, uh, Catherine uh, Newton, and then Justice Smith. If the name Justice Smith doesn't jump out at you immediately, you are familiar with him. He, he played Franklin Webb in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. He was the, the nerdy, timid scientist boy that managed to you know eek by and, and uh, stay out of trouble. He's also in the TV series The Get Down, which I have not watched, but there you go. Then, of course, we have Ryan Reynolds, who has a lot of credits, but most recently, everybody has been talking about his work in Deadpool. Uh, I do want to say in this film, his voice acting really stands out, and and I personally think is the highlight. And then Catherine Newton is the other kind of main character. We don't see as much, but she does play a big role now. She was in Supernatural, she was in Little Women, but what you're probably going to know her from is Big Little Lies, and uh, we have season two of that that's about to come out. today's episode is going to be brief and it's gonna be brief because I don't know a lot about Pokemon so I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna go and jump in and just talk about what I did and didn't like about the film and whether or not I think you should see it now I want to be careful not to talk too much about people's performances I did love the work that Ryan Reynolds did again I think as a voice actor he's he he's just fantastic uh, the the amount he's able to emote. In uh, the way it's translated into Pikachu in this case. Uh, it, it's just a really, really good pairing that works really well, mainly because uh, of Ryan Reynolds' performance, but also because of the animators and the job they did on Pikachu. I do think if you're looking at the performances of the other leads, they're a bit hammy. They're always just too much. They're always 15% more of whatever emotion they're trying to show, like they overshoot it. But that's where I want to be careful because maybe it lines up with previous films. Maybe it lines up with the TV show. Maybe it lines up with a video game. So because I haven't been in the Pokemon world, I want to make sure that I'm I'm not uh, critiquing these elements because you may be fully invested and you may see it and it it may make sense to you in a way it doesn't make sense to me. We'll put the performances aside. Uh, Nothing stood out to me about uh, the, the music in the movie. There was music. That's about all that stood out to me. So all of the Pokemon in the film are rendered very, very closely to the models that you're already familiar with. What I like that they did with Pikachu, even though it is still very much the Pikachu that you know, is that, yes, it looks realistic and it fits in the environment, but it also looks like a stuffed animal. Like when Pikachu wrinkles his forehead, it looks like a foam puppet wrinkling its forehead. It just works really, really well, and it really adds to the cute factor for Pikachu because in those moments, Pikachu doesn't look like an actual animal, right? Because animals aren't made of foam. It actually makes Pikachu feel more realistic because we can associate it with a material that we do know. Pikachu in those moments does look like a puppet, but somehow that feels better in the world. I like it. Some of the other Pokemon looked very CG, almost like we needed another pass CG. But the work with Pikachu is is, uh, just absolutely top-notch. I keep recording this next part because I'm having trouble finding the words to say it. And that's that this story is just not very good. I mean, it is a jumble. It moves around. It shifts so much. And it is so unsatisfying by the time it's all completed. I mean, the movie is like going... It's like riding the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, um, you know, at, at, at Disney World. There's no pretense that you're getting to feel what it's like to be a pirate and that there's any danger. You're just there to see the animatronic dog and if you can spot the supposed Lego figure that's sitting in the coin chest at the end. And this film is the same way. From the moment it gets started, you you recognize who the bad people are. You recognize who the good people are. You don't feel any suspense. There isn't any uh, worry of what's going to happen. The things that do happen that might be interesting gets so over-explained to you. I mean, it's like someone explaining a joke, how it loses, you know, any humor by that point. And it's the same thing with the film. It, it so thoroughly explains any interesting points that it they lose all enjoyment. This film is, it's going to the zoo. It's, it's if you want to stare at Pokemon, and if you want to, you know, feel like, oh, I did a cute thing, then that's great. But that's all you're getting from this film. I mean, you're getting eye candy uh and you're getting some quippy ryan reynolds lines this is this film is a pokemon museum that's what the film is so let's just go ahead and move right into who should see this film you should see this film if you want to see cute things on screen or if you like pokemon but outside of those things i really don't think you should see this film i mean it's not enough to get someone that likes action movies. It's not enough to get someone that likes superhero films. It's not enough to get someone that likes dramatic films. It's not a rom-com. It's not, um, it, it it's honestly not even that interesting affair. And it's, it's, it's really not terribly funny. And it's also not a terribly good twist. And, so, yeah, if you want to take a day out to the zoo and stare at the animals for an hour and 44 minutes, go see the film. But otherwise, just pass on it. I I, I didn't intend to feel so negatively about this film, but, uh, you know, it has done decently well. I mean, reviews have been mixed, but it's done decently well with early reviews. Uh, I was surprised with how well Ryan Reynolds' pairing worked with Pikachu. Uh, again, I think Pikachu looks great, but it is just not a compelling movie. Um for me, being outside of the Pokemon universe. All right, I hope that wasn't too much of a bummer. That's it for today's episode. Uh, the next, after the film, we are going to talk about John Wick 3 Parabellum, which I'm very excited to see. I've loved each of the two movies that have come before it. And uh, honestly, I'm just hoping we get a lot more of the same. But I'll tell you if we do next week on After the Film, you can uh, check out more episodes on the M of One Network by going to M of One. Dot network, And you can also check us out on the socials at M of one podcast. Thank you for listening. Go find a screen and sit in front of it.